everybody. David Nichols here, Chalk Bucket Radio, and this is episode one. Today's episode is answering the question, what is fitness? And then the second question, is your pursuit of fitness actually making you healthier or is it making you sicker? So that's an interesting question because a lot of people would say, if you're fit, then you're healthy. And today I just want to challenge that idea that you, you being fit is what makes you healthy. And I think there are several different uh, ways to define uh, fitness. I've, I've narrowed it down from a variety of different ways to fitness equals your performance. So uh, determining your fitness would be you passing a test of performance. And so that performance test, uh, excuse me, could be uh, running a mile, could be running a marathon. It could be uh, the god-awful combination of thrusters and pull-ups in the form of the workout Fran. It could be uh, going out and swimming and then biking and then running a certain distance. So there's a lot of markers uh, that we could put out there for performance. And then um, I think that those would be representative of fitness. But then uh, my question to you is just because they represent fitness, are they going to represent health and wellness? And so as we dive into this today, the first thing I, the question I want to um, ask as we begin to answer, and I know there's a lot of questions, but um, but the first question outside of what is fitness, because we're going to answer that by answering these other questions, is um, why are you doing what you're doing? What is the reason behind your pursuit of fitness? And I think there's a lot of answers out there. Um, from I want to lose weight, I want to feel better about myself, I want to look good, I um, feel validated when I conquer um, certain tasks, uh, I feel accomplished when I improve on a particular workout or a particular lift. And so uh, when we start to identify why we're doing what we're doing, that can really begin to drive whether or not we're pursuing an identity in fitness, or if we're pursuing fitness to lead to health and wellness. And so uh, kind of a deep topic really to start talking about in episode one, but I, I think it's a topic worth discussing early on because that really shapes and molds um, a lot of us today. And I, I know for me at one time, my fitness was determining my value and self-worth to people, specifically uh, members at, at the gym, uh, my friends in the CrossFit and fitness space, how well I did at CrossFit defined who I was. And so there's, there is one problem with that is, um, this thing called age, um, this thing called kids. And eventually those two things really dried up really my fitness and performance identity. And the reason they they dried those two things up is because um, eventually uh, my kids took precedence over me working out, which is a lame martyr's excuse. And I'm working on removing that from my mindset. But um, kids uh, growing my business um, and then the the reality that age had started to play a factor in my performance and I had to work so much harder to have the performance I used to have working less. And so um, when I realized my identity had been based so much on working out, I actually fell into what I call a workout depression where I 
got into this stage of life where it physically was so hard to begin to work out, to even start a training session because I thought I had to do something special, do something specific in that training session. I had to have something worthy of being posted on social media and that was overwhelming and it got so overwhelming, like to the point I just couldn't work out. And there, there have been many times in my life and uh, people that are really close to me uh, know this happens frequently where I'll go two, three, maybe even four months without really working out. And I have to constantly fight this pressure um, that is potentially out there, but maybe it's just make, make believe. Maybe I'm just uh, kind of coming up with it on my own. Um, sorry, I just probably fixed some audio issues we were having. Um, hopefully I didn't just uh, make it too loud in your car or your headphones. But um, I, I had to fight and really wrestle with this um, idea that my identity was solely based on my performance. And that's kind of the, the catch-22 with CrossFit and this idea of benchmarks and, uh, you know, keeping track of everything, uh, putting in all your weights and writing down all your times and trying to beat everything every, every week, every workout is I'd allowed that to become my identity. I'd allowed that um, to be who I was known as. I had to be the best guy in our gym. I had to be better than Joe Schmo down the street or this other gym owner or this other person on a leaderboard that you can't even find anymore on the internet because it doesn't exist. Um, but at that time, I thought it was the most important thing. And so what I realized is I had so much of my identity wrapped up in pursuing fitness that I was, it was no longer healthy. All right. And, um, and so because it wasn't healthy, it was really dragging me away from the initial reason why I got into CrossFit, which was to build a healthier lifestyle. What CrossFit, the original CrossFit and where CrossFit is going back to, which I'm so happy for is pursuing fitness and multiple ways of gaining fitness, meaning gymnastics, uh, monostructural, so b running, biking, rowing, swimming, weightlifting, metabolic conditioning, meaning working out on multiple time frames to produce a different result uh, from a metabolic standpoint. Um, that coupled with monitoring your nutrition in a way that you were minimizing, if not eliminating, processed foods, you were cooking your meals, you were eating lots of vegetables. And that was the appeal of CrossFit. I remember when I first got, got into CrossFit, I threw every supplement that I owned away. All the protein, all the pre-workouts, all the creatines and all that jazz. Threw it all away, chunked it away, went to just a fish oil. And then I look at CrossFit now and the entire CrossFit space is littered with supplements. And I'm not saying supplements are wrong, but that's not where it all started. That wasn't the initial appeal for me. The initial appeal for me was something totally different. So, um, you know, in beginning to look at this, um, and this dates all the way back really to, you know, 2013 ish, 2014, um, when I really saw that there is way too much emphasis on RX and this pursuit of doing everything as prescribed. And the fact that we scale every component in life, but we want to refuse to scale 
something in fitness. And so, um, that's where like this answering this question of what is fitness and what am I doing? Where's my identity? That that's, that's where all this began. And then, um, as I get older and I get the opportunity to work with more and more people and see more and more people and our gym, the diversity of our gym begins to, or continues to grow. Um, I start to see that, uh, we need to make sure that we're no longer pursuing performance, but we are pursuing health and wellness. And so what is, uh, health and wellness and why is that different than just pursuing performance? The difference in, uh, fitness, which is performance based and wellness, which is lifestyle based and then health, which is all your internal workings. Um, those are all three different unique things. And I want us to begin to think about and ponder the idea of pursuing wellness, which is a lifestyle and then pursuing health which is all the internal workings um, of our body. And if we begin to pursue those two things, will that not in turn increase our performance, which then would increase our fitness? Okay. And so I think we started, we have been chasing fitness more than we've chased wellness. Okay. And so um, first we'll talk about health. Health would be, as I said, the internal workings of your body. So what are, what is your body doing? Like, are you fueling that with good nutrition? Um, are we fueling that with high quality foods? Are we finding ways and foods that make our body feel better? Um, from a lifestyle standpoint, are we spending more time in the gym than we are with our spouse? Um, are we spending more time in the gym than we are with our kids? Are we spending more time posting and uh, making our social media all about our gym and our time in the gym, or um, is that social media is is there a little bit of our social media about the gym? You know, and I'm not saying it's wrong to post videos of you working out. That's not what I'm referring to. All right, uh, I have plenty of things in my news feeds of me uh, working out, me doing stuff. All right, but. You know, from the lifestyle standpoint, like, are we pursuing greatness in multiple areas? Are we sleeping? Are we taking care of our mobility? Um, a wellness approach would say, I care about improving my overhead mobility, not um, I care about getting a pull up. All right, for example. So, a fitness goal would be, I want to get a pull-up. A wellness goal would say, I want to improve my overhead mobili mobility. Um, so which one of those are we chasing? Once again, I'm not saying wanting to get a pull-up is wrong. That's not what where I'm going with this. As much as, are we so focused on performance that we've lost track of improving our lifestyle? Have we lost track of improving our health? And that's, that's a deep question. That's a hard question to answer I know that I've been guilty of that, and there are many days where I am guilty of that. Um, and so when we start thinking about all these questions and what are our answers and where are we at and uh, what, what does this even mean? I think that we really need to boil it down to um, are we focusing on our own self being known as I can do blank or I'm the best at this? Or are we really looking at ourselves and saying, you know what, 
I've had a stressful day at work. I've eaten like total garbage and I'm completely exhausted. I probably need to go home, spend a little time with the family and go to bed two hours earlier than normal so I can wake up and conquer tomorrow versus coming in to the gym and trying to pound ourselves because we're only cool and we're only really liked if we come in and grind it out after a hard days at work, hard day at work. Now, don't misunderstand me on this either. I'm not saying that you should just, uh, at the drop of a hat, every time you have an excuse to not come in the gym, you just don't show up. That's not what I'm referring to. What I'm referring to is there are external factors in your life that have caused you to be in a state of stress that doing a hard workout, a high intensity workout would not be beneficial for you. Um, and I think we've all been there. I know we've all been there. I've had several discussions with clients at the gym. Y'all is my athletes coming to me because your body's broken. Your mind is broken and you just can't, you know, can't figure out how to make the next workout and you don't know what to do. You're ready to quit. You're ready to throw it all in. And in reality, you just need to be able to take a step back and realize the pursuit of your wellness and your health needs to take precedence over your fitness. All right. And I think that's kind of a, a little bit of a challenge for us because me spending um, a few minutes extra in the kitchen to prepare a good meal um, is not as fun as potentially grinding out um, some heavy back squats. But they're both needed. And I would argue that having a good healthy meal should be more important than grinding out heavy back squats. And so um, I know that's a lot of uh, discussion here, a lot of deep thought, but that's where I want us to go. I want us to begin to kind of look at what would it mean for us to take our focus and bring that focus um, instead of this really small view of that individual workout to the other 22, 23 hours of the day? And are we trying and putting as much effort and energy into those other 22, 23 hours of the day? Um, you know, if you train eight hours a week, that is less than 5% of your week that you spend working out. And I would say eight hours a week is a pretty good amount of exercise. All right. And it's still 5% of your week, if my math is right. Please check me on that. I've been known to be terrible at math. But I know 10% would be 16 hours. So, oh, 5%. There we go. Yeah. Did I say 5%? Hopefully. I have a decimal written down on this sheet of paper. Hopefully I didn't say 0.5%. But 5% of your week exercising. What are you doing with the other 95%? What are you doing? Is that 95% which would be considered... And my, by my definitions, your wellness and your health, what are you doing with those? If you, if you don't care about your nutrition, but you're working out eight hours a week, then you're, you're not pursuing health. You're pursuing just fitness and performance, which then will lead you to an injury. And when you're, when you get injured and you're unable to work out, 
Your identity has been robbed from you. Now, what are you, you know, where, what are you going to be known as? If all of our identity and all of our energy is just put into fitness, what are we going to do when we get hurt? What are we going to do when, um, you know, you're not able to work out one day because of a circumstance you can't control? That's a hard, hard question to answer. However, if 95% of the rest of our week, now I get like you work and you have a couple other things that take up that 95% and I'm cool with that. So take, take some of that out. Let's just say you have five times, which would be 50% of your week remaining that you could use to become healthier and also become more well. What are we going to do with those? So I want to continue this discussion. And as we continue this discussion, we're going to first start talking about sleep and how important sleep is. Sleep is very, very critical to our health, our wellness, which when we focus on those, once again, we will improve our performance. So sleep, how many hours a week or a day are we sleeping? And so my challenge to you is I want you to get in 15 minutes extra sleep this week. So uh, at the end of every episode of Chalk Bucket Radio, we have a habit challenge. And so the habit challenge this week is going to be go to bed 15 minutes earlier. So uh, earlier this year, I made a commitment to going to bed earlier because I realized I was waking up groggy and cranky and uh, not really enjoying my morning. And I'm normally... Uh, excuse me, normally a morning guy. And so what I did was I had um, actually read a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Phenomenal book. Get it. Um, Really, really helped me and has been impactful for me recently. And uh, I'm going to, I'm really working to apply his principles on a daily basis. But um, in the book, he talks about breaking down your your habits into small habits and then even smaller habits and then working on those tiny habits. And so one of the things I realized is um, the reason my morning sucked was because I went to bed late and then I had to figure out why I went to bed late. Well, I went to bed late because really what it boiled down to is I'd watch Netflix slash TV. So I'd be uh, consuming entertainment and doing that well after 9, 9 p.m. So then I said, okay, well, what if, what if I didn't start consuming entertainment after 9 p.m.? What would that look like? And guess what? For the last several weeks, when I began to not start consuming entertainment past 9 p.m., I've gone to bed earlier. Amazing. I have gone to bed earlier. It has become so much easier for me to be in bed before 10 p.m., than ever before in my life, almost prior to kids before kids is really easy because Lindsay and I had a whole lot of time together with kids. Uh, we're, if, if I go to bed at 10, if we're in bed at 10 on average, that's going to be two hours in the evening that Lindsay and I get alone. And, uh, of those two hours, probably 45 minutes of that is her on the computer in the office and me on my computer in the dining room or the living room, uh, finishing up things from work. So, you know, going to bed at 10, um, 
can be challenging for my current life because it takes away time with my wife. Now, here's what I've realized though, is that's only because I would start, I would just consume media later in the evening. And so I've really changed that. And, um, it's actually worked out really well. I've been very, very pleased. Um, there have been a couple times where it's like eight 55 and I'm like turning on my Netflix, uh, watching Ozarks right now. So turning on Ozarks and just getting it going so that I stay within my rules. Um, but that has really helped me manage my time has really helped me in the morning. So habit challenge to you is I want you to uh, start going to bed 15 minutes earlier for the next week. All right. Now uh, to do that, you're going to have to cut back on something you're doing in your evening routine. And so you've got to figure out what that one little piece is to allow you to be in bed 15 minutes earlier. And it can't just be, Oh, I'm going to say I'm going to bed at nine or 10 or whatever the time is. But you've got to find something that you're doing that is keeping you from that 15 minutes. Because it's not that it's not scheduled. You know, we all want to think, oh, it's just because I don't have it scheduled. No, it's because you're doing something else. Something else is more important and more valuable to take up that time. Now, some of y'all are fantastic at sleep. So you're going to be like, I already go to bed at eight o'clock. Now you want 745. Um, you know, maybe this first challenge doesn't apply to you, but I do want you to begin to evaluate your sleep habits and what do those sleep habits look like? So, um, that's for the people that are awesome at sleeping. And if that's you hats off, you don't have toddlers now. Um, one day I'm going to be there. Can't wait. So, uh, habit challenge number one, bedtime, 15 minutes earlier for a week. You got to find the one habit that is going to help get you there. Um, that's all I have for episode one. Uh, we're going to pick up where we're leaving off this pursuit of fitness, wellness, and health. What does all that look like? And how can we continue to do that in a way that will render results on all three and not just be all in on one of those? Thank you for your time. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>